Hello, welcome to Fountain Pen and Stationery, um, and we have another special episode here today. Um, we're going to be talking with uh, Michael, who is the owner and artist behind um, Tamanuri Studios. Say hello. Tamanuri Studio, actually. <laughs> hello. <laughs> hello. Without S, yeah. Without studios, you are not studio. a you are not a uh, movie studio. <laughs> yeah, may maybe I should change the studios because now I have two, like one in Warsaw, one in one in one in France. No, I, I closed <laughs> one in Warsaw. Yeah, hi, your hello. website is now two point right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi. All right. So, um, my, Michael, let's let's okay. Let's give you some time to talk about yourself first. Um, yeah. So, where are you currently located? And uh, like, like when we are first contacting you, you are talking about you are relocating, and yeah. I, I think we briefly touch upon the uh, your current situation in regards to your studios and living situation. Let's so let's go over here really quick. So, where exactly are you right now? And uh, like, which part of the world are you for a uh, Urushi artist. Right now, I'm in I'm outside of a small town of Fayence uh, in France. It's it's uh, Provence, very close to Nice, Cannes. Uh, uh, right now, there is a festival in Cannes, so I have like mm. 30 kilometers to the Cannes festival. If I wanted to go there, I just don't. Uh, and uh, we've just moved here. We moved here two weeks ago, and Lore with our stuff came like five days ago. So we are still unpacking, and, and everything is in boxes. And we decided to move to France uh, for many different reasons I do not really want to discuss now because it's not the topic. Uh, <laughs> but we moved and I moved my studio too. And it's a very important step not only for us as a family, but also for the studio and for our businesses. So, uh, yes, right now I'm in France. But I'm still this crazy Polish uh, Urushi artist. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but in France. Because okay. usually uh, when we think of an Urushi artist, we think of someone who's in Japan, but yeah. you're in France. <laughs> yes, and, and I'm a, a rare species because there are not many of us. And uh, as John mentioned in one, uh, of, the, one of the previous podcasts uh, uh, of yours, he uh, mentioned several people from all over the world, but most of Urushi artists, like 99% mm -hmm. of Urushi artists are in Japan. Uh, maybe maybe not, maybe in China, but they are less known because uh, mm -hmm. China is a very strong country in terms of Urushi and actually in the region country of Urushi. And there are a lot of people uh, working with Urushi there, but uh, it's, it's lesser known uh, around the world or yeah. maybe considered something different even. But it's, but it's there. And But outside of maybe... Outside of uh, this part of Asia, so 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 Japan, uh, China, uh, Korea, I think Vietnam, sounds, yeah, Vietnam, and, and Indonesia, which is also strong in the Russia, but very different from from what we are going to discuss today. Uh, there are only a handful of people around the world uh, working with Urushi. I know in Europe, I know around ten or ten people. 10 artists or craftsmen or whatever we, we call ourselves and just three of them uh, work with pens. Oh, wow. And okay. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's uh, Theodore from Czech Republic and uh, who else? Someone else. I don't remember right now. 
but there are several people in, in Europe working with some other stuff, like uh, two people in France. I know there's a Nicolas Pignon in France working with furniture and, and sculptures <laughs> in Russia. <laughs> okay. And and then some, some other. Uh, well, of course, Rushi Studio India, Vivek Kulkarni from India, uh, uh, Jonathan Brooks from the United States, who, was, who is a Nestor of, of Rushi artists, of, mm-hmm. of pen making Rushi artists, because he started working with Rushi maybe even 10 years ago, something like that. And, and, and some other crazy uh, people working with the dangerous stuff. And so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not so dangerous, but yes. Uh, so not many. Uh, yeah, so, most, most of most of people, mo- most of artists we know from bands or from from piece of uh, like uh, art, like uh, Natsuna or something like that, they are from Japan, of course. So, how did you get get started with Urushi, and how long have you been doing it? Uh, just, the story is as long as, as my story of fountain pens. Because, <laughs> uh, I started using fountain pens in, in primary school. It was more or less the same time I got interested in martial arts. And those oh, martial very cool. arts mostly, uh, mostly somehow connected with Japan, uh, Okinawa and, and, and so on. So I, I learned a little bit about Japan. And at the same time, I was writing with fountain pens. But those two things were not connected in any way. <laughs> uh, and and they developed those two interests developed uh, independently for many years or or, or were like I uh, they ap- appeared and disappeared uh, from my life for many years but they came back uh, uh, together like five years ago when I bought my okay. first like yeah maybe six years ago something like that uh, why or seven. Time to time to fug it, um, more or less something like something like that. It was it was my first Nakaya, and I was I was uh, shocked. I was uh, like uh, it, it was so different from any fountain pen mm. I had then, and uh, it felt so different. And uh, the, the the only similar um, feeling I had with celluloid a little bit later, I bought my okay. first uh, like high level celluloid pen, like a mass or something like that, yeah. and, and it was similar. But it's impossible to make celluloid, or or I too expensive. I would have to build a factory <laughs> to, to make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got interested in Urushi, and I started started reading about Urushi, not only. Russian fountain pens, but Urushi in general. Uh, yeah. Because what I noticed very fast that what Nakaya says in their marketing about Urushi is, is 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 not precise and it's marketing. So so even naming the techniques like like Kurotamenuri, which is like nobody knows what is what Kurotamenuri is outside the fountain pen world. It's Akatamenuri. <laughs> Akatamenuri is also red red base with an overlayer, semi-transparent overlayer. Overlayer and and uh, Nakaya distinguishes between n- one type of overlayer and another type of overlayer and calls those two techniques differently. So Akatamenuri, which is like natural overlayer, and Kurotamenuri, which is black overlayer but still semi-transparent over red. No, <laughs> nobody else distinguishes those two things. <laughs> Akatamenuri for, for most Rushi artists, but they do. So I notice very fast that they that they use some marketing. Uh, and this marketing is tailored 
for the Western clients, not mm. for Japanese clients. So I started looking for other sources. And I was absolutely convinced that I will find everything on YouTube. YouTube is used to be for me great source in general internet and youtube was the source of knowledge and i could make anything so when i wanted to build a car it was 11 years ago i wanted to build a, a lotus super 7 replica uh, from scratch and mm -hmm. i learned it from youtube uh, which was pretty young YouTube then, but it was mm -hmm. uh, still easy to find like 100 people who, who built the car before me and, and, and documented <laughs> it in the form of series of videos so, so I could learn from it. But when I started looking about Rushi, it was nothing there. Mm. And even in Japanese, because I used Google Translate to translate my, my, my inquiries into, into Japanese and, and, and put it into YouTube, nothing. So I started digging further and I found some other uh, documents and papers, scientific papers and about Urushi. And I was, I was piecing together the knowledge from different sources, like scraps of knowledge, scraps, scraps of information. I was piecing them together. I'm, I'm pretty good in reverse engineering. I'm not, I'm not an engineer myself. I, I have MA in economics, but I am pretty good in reverse engineering. And I was always... Uh, uh, like electricity or, or mechanics was no, yeah. nothing strange for me. I was I was always into it. So uh, so I started thinking how to how to make something I see, how to make tamenuri, how to make nashiji, how to make uh, ishime, and I was trying to find ingredients and, and and tools which would help me achieve something similar to this. And in during those years, I I do rushi I. I reversed engineer many techniques, which later appeared to be pretty spot on. Uh, so when I discovered how, how they are really made, uh, but there's no such thing, so how <laughs> things are really made in Rushi, but when I discovered how they are really made, it, my technique was, was almost identical. Yeah. Uh, and the problem is that Rushi is very diverse. And, and uh, when, when you search for, for a specific technique like Nashiji Unuri, it will be made slightly differently in every prefecture in Japan or even in every village in Japan. It will be performed in a slightly different way. Even some basic techniques like basic roiro uh, rushi, so black, uh, shiny, uh, flat and smooth uh, object, lacquer to furushi, uh, it's made differently. Different number of layers, different sequence of sanding, of polishing, different tools used. So every artist, every craftsman developed, uh, or, or, or the clan of craftsmen, because in Japan it's mostly from one generation to an, it's passed from yeah. one generation to another, and this, mm -hmm. this, this relation between the teacher and, uh, and the student is very, uh, very strong and, and, uh, and clan-bound. Uh, maybe not family, but clan. And uh, they are different, those techniques. So it was fun. It was fun to discover all this. Yeah, and the so... naming and the types of Rushi and so on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess that answer one of the questions that we have for you, whether you have like traditional, was traditionally taught or you kind of figure your way. No, no, no. And I would way. not. If I would uh, start Urushi with traditional way of training in Japan, so the traditional of learning Urushi, I wouldn't ever do this because I'm, I can be patient 
but not so patient. <laughs> uh, I would not uh, swept the floor in the workshop for two years before I could before start. Before you start like, actually right. working basics. Before I right. could start asking questions. No, I'm asking questions <laughs> from the very first second and I require answers. And I, if I don't get an answer, I, I look for it myself. So, so, so I'm not built for the traditional Japanese uh, master apprentice relationship and, and traditional Japanese way of learning. But it changes there also because there are schools or universities who, who teach Urushi. They are still slow because in two years I covered like a five-year curriculum <laughs> uh, or, or maybe more. Uh, and, and in, in traditional way, uh, after five years, I probably would start, uh, it would be able to touch brushes for the first time, maybe. <laughs> but uh, I, I do things faster and I dive, dive head first into, into every topic I, I got interested in. Yeah. And it, it usually is a ephemeric interest, like a ephemeric hobby. I start doing a lot of different things and uh, most of them drop drop out uh, uh, from them in, in, in the progress of, of time, usually in a year or two, but some hobbies stick. And uh, like fountain pens, like, like some others, uh, I'm not going to discuss today, but some stick and Urushi sticked. And I noticed that what makes them stick is how much to learn I have. So if I, if I have a lot to learn and this learning is, is fun and, and it's diverse and, and it's challenging, it sticks. And I, 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 my, I get most pleasure from learning, my most satisfaction from learning. So Urushi is a great area because I will learn for the next 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. looking through your Instagram of all of these pens you have, you, there's a wealth of different techniques that you demonstrate. Um, and as someone who isn't as experienced with Urushi and Urushi pens, um, I'm seeing a lot of things that I wouldn't have seen coming out of like a like Nakaya or or, or yep. Pilot or or, yeah. or even any Japanese artist actually. Yeah, because uh, I uh, I believe that uh, every culture, every craft uh, benefits from uh, fusion, from crossover, from from Diversifies. from meeting another mm -hmm. culture, from meeting another craft. And unless yeah. unless it's the situation like in uh, in in fourteenth uh, and in fifteenth century when one culture completely dominates another, when for example when when Europeans came to America and dominated <laughs> the the the, the, uh, the, the culture local culture which was there so unless it's such a brutal situation both cultures who meet benefit from 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 some interchange so so yeah. very early uh, i decided that i want to add some other ingredients uh, in terms of culture but also in terms of technique to rushi and uh, but i still i believe also in the in the approach that first you have to learn the technique to to, to change it Mm -hmm. So like in photography, first you have to learn the traditional and, and, and formal composition and, and, and formal uh, traditional knowledge about photography and, yeah. and, and composition and building the frame and so on before you start experimenting. And I, uh, and, and I have a same approach with Urushi. So I started with Tamenuri and, and, and Roiro Urushi. So I learned Tamenuri before I started like 
experimenting with it. I learned Nashiji and I learned Byakudan and, and several other techniques before I started experimenting with them. But there is a group of techniques which is like made for experimenting and it is, it's Togidashi Kawarinuri, which is extremely versatile. And a lot of techniques we know like Nanakonuri, Karanuri from uh, Aomori region, so usually known as, as, as Tsugarunuri. And many, many other techniques are actually part of this wide group of Togidashi Kawarinuri. And uh, togidashi, togidashi Kawarinuri means the technique, like fantasy technique, free technique, made with a sanding. Togidashi means cutting mm. through the layers and, and mm -hmm. sanding the, the surface to reveal the pattern. So mm. if you look at my pens, 70% of them are in this wide, wide group of Togidashi Kawarinuri technique. And uh, yeah, I sometimes add colors which are not typical for Japan. And I sometimes yeah. add uh, metals or, or pigments mm -hmm. or uh, additives uh, which are not typical for Japan. And some my inspirations are different. And I'm not bound with the, uh, again, this, this master apprentice relationship which first you have to learn how to master those seven designs my grandfather did <laughs> and his grandfather before him and his grand great grandfather before him so i am not i'm not limited by mm. by this uh, situation so i can experiment much more and i can try many different techniques and uh, in most things i do in life i as i said i have a main economics but i'm also proficient in, in uh, at least two or three other different areas and skillful in 10 other. And, and I know basics or advanced basics in hundreds of others areas. Like I can, I can weld, I can uh, woodwork, I can do a lot of different stuff which are not connected with, my, uh, with, with the topics of my, of my university or my work yeah. for 20 mm -hmm. years. So I do the same with Urushi. I'm, I, consider my, I consider myself my home technique, this Togidashi Kawarinuri, and I, I know everything about it, and I, I can experiment, I can have fun with it, I, I can play with it, and I understand Urushi enough to, 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 to consider myself a, maybe not a master in, in, in Togidashi Kawarinuri, because it will take me many years more, but a skillful, craftsman in this area but i can experiment with any other i'm not limited to to one group of techniques if i was born in aomori <laughs> in sugaru i would probably do nanakonuri for most of my life yeah. so it's it's not like this but yeah. it's because you're allowed to experiment that you're able to learn from all of these other techniques and grow even faster right yeah, yeah. It's, well, actually, uh, pandemics helped because I had a lot of time for experimenting. So, so like in many, many areas, uh, pandemics was a, a problem for me. It was like a, I, I didn't even notice. I just had more time to do yeah. I spent a lot of money because it, uh, it was the, uh, the the period when I was the first the first uh, the first lo lockdown. Maybe mm -hmm. because it was more or less the same time in US and in Europe. The first lockdown was like a 
uh, four years ago, three years ago, three years oh, ago. Three, 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 I think three 2020, yeah. 2020 March, yeah, actually. Was, yes. was, yeah, it was more or less the, this time. And I was uh, I was not planning to, it, it was a hobby then. Mm-hmm. It was still a hobby. It was an expensive hobby because I spent a lot of money on, 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 on tools and materials. And I was, I imported them from Japan, but uh, it was not supposed to take me 15 hours every day. <laughs> but suddenly it took, and, and suddenly I was spending thousands of thousands of, of euro every month on on new types of urushi, on brushes, and on 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 learning and on destroying a lot of uh, urushi in the process. Uh, it was fun, yeah. Yeah, I would like to mention that on your uh, YouTube. Uh, page there is actually mm. a lot of instructional slash DIY slash showcase videos of your process yes. of making pens. Yes, but I stopped making them some time ago. So, but I have a plan to come back here in 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 France. I'm I'm right now. I'm building a, a YouTube studio. Maybe it's not nice. a studio, but stand. Yeah, nice. and that's that's something really extremely rare because, like you stated, the um, I noticed even a lot of websites I was able to find about Rushi. Even like four, three years ago, I can't even find those data anymore. Like they, they, it seemed to be like a really fledgling information on the web that sometimes you can find detailed information on it, and sometimes they just don't exist all of a uh, sudden. I, what I noticed, there are some Urushi artists who work in the West uh, and um, for for much longer time, and these are, for example, there was a guy who made a series of limited edition pens for Edison, I think. I think I I know who you're talking about, yes. Yes, he had a a YouTube channel with very nice uh, videos. And they were the only videos in in, in English, I think. uh, Yeah, a lot of websites, yeah. Yes, on on the internet, and, and he removed them all. Hmm. No idea why, but he removed them. And, and Urushi, a topic in terms of explanatory video, like instruction video, in t- four years ago, were not existent. They, there was nothing on, on, on YouTube. So I decided uh, to, to, to show my, my progress and, and to, show, to, to share what I learned. And if you ask anyone who starts Urushi how I respond to questions, about Urushi or to questions or to 10th question and 100th question and and so on even I always answer I always answer I always try to help whatever level this this Urushi apprentice or or, or craftsman or a aficionado <laughs> is and we discuss with Theo from Czech who, who, who works with Urushi longer than I do, and we, we exchange ideas and exchange experience and we learn from each other. And same with Vivek Kulkarni from, from India. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do the same with people who only start now. Uh, so uh, the only thing I'm not really uh, willing to answer are some of my sources, because I worked really, really hard to develop uh, relationship with my some of my suppliers in, mm. in Japan Got it. and I do not want sense. to give it away easily because for for many different reasons I'm not I'm not like keeping it for myself but it was it's so specific sometimes they, they for example process Urushi for me according to my specification and 
it, it was pretty difficult to, to, to get them to do this. So I do not want to mess with this relationship, like referring some rookie who will just like sell me best rushi you have or something like that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I understand. I, the you have to references, be very slow yeah. with, with some traditional Japanese uh, um, businesses. You have to be slow. You have to earn the trust. You have to, to earn, to build the relationship. And to, I, I waited two years before they started answering my email <laughs> longer than just one line. <laughs> Usually it was yes, no, thank you, Michal san, thank you, bye. So I, I, it took me, or, or just answering the questions like yes, no, yes, no, later, yes, no. So it, it took me two years with some of them to, to get some more from them and, and two years of sharing from me. I was, I was, uh, I was like giving back unsolicited uh, reviews of the products. <laughs> uh, very like a conservative, but I started doing this just to share my opinion about what I received. So this mm. brush was great because this and this and this and this this brush not so. And they noticed that I'm what I'm talking about makes sense. I think so. They started talking back at some mm. point, and it took me some time. So it's the only thing I don't share. So in some, uh, but I share a lot because uh, yeah. because there are some great sources like like Tsutsumi uh, Tsutsumi San uh, 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 in from uh, Korean Urushi, who is probably one of the best sources for Urushi for Westerners like Watanabe Shoten. It's it's there are great places to buy both Urushi and and uh, Urushi tools if you want to start working with them. Okay. Yeah, it's that cultural divide where you really have to earn their respect before they yeah. even start. Yeah. So it's like yeah. when you give a recommendation like that, you can't just give it out yeah, and, to and anyone. What we see from our Western point of view uh, in, 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 in movies about Japan that you have to, for example, if you want to start some a martial art, you first to have to stand for four days and nights in a row be, be, be in front of the gate and then carry water for two years up the stairs <laughs> before you can start doing anything. Yes, it, it works like that. I had to stand be, be, like in front of the gate and then I had to carry this water before they started even talking to me it's, it's not so wrong <laughs> you need to uh earn their uh, you, you kind of know what you're talking about before they want to engage mm -hmm. with you yeah, yeah yeah if you are committed maybe 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 not it's it's for me for me it's 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 difficult to understand some of those things i think i understand but it might not be true I, okay i i just accept the difference yeah I, i'm cool with that it's it's great it's, it's cool that we are still different in, in, yes. in the moment of so extreme globalization. It's, it's, it's good that we are different and we think differently. Definitely. So, so can uh, you talk about, um, so after, you know, using all of these techniques that you have, how long does it actually take to make one pen approximately? Uh, it depends on technique strongly. Mm -hmm. So basic Tamanuri pen from start to finish, if I would concentrate only on, on, the, on, on this type of technique, so, so doing only this, it would take probably a month. Uh, a single not, uh, pen. Not, 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 yeah, yes, but doing a yes. single pen and batch of 20 pens in mm -hmm. the same technique say, takes 
it's it it does not take much more time mm -hmm. in terms of from start to finish it, it takes, takes more work time. yeah <laughs> because what the, what was the biggest breakthrough in my work i was working on one pen at a time so i was working on one tamenuri pen and one nashiji pen and one um ishimakashitsu pen or mm -hmm. like ishimaji pen so i was preparing my workstation to make some tamenuri then i was cleaning it up <laughs> and preparing my workstation for a, another type of pen it took a lot of time i wasted a lot of urushi because you have to filter your urushi mm. there's always some urushi left over on the plate which is impossible to, to, to put back into the tube so you have to throw it away and so on so when i discovered maybe not discovered it was obvious that i start working on five pens in more or less the same technique i will be more efficient it will be more work, of course, because mm -hmm. most of our, my work is sanding and polishing, not lacquering. Lacquering is the is the the fastest and the easiest part. You have to just make sure it's clean. Mm. Everything is clean. Air is clean, so everything must be clean, especially when working with uh, with the final top layers. With, uh, and, but most of the time is curing and sanding. Mm. So like. In the life of pen, let's assume that pen takes one month to make from start to finish. 95% of this time is curing, 4% <laughs> is sanding and polishing, and 1% is actually lacquering. <laughs> so I, well, if you measure just time and uh, of work uh, on one pen, it's anything from 4 to 40 hours per pen. But it depends on the technique. So any anything with complex uh, uh, layered techniques takes much much more time, mm. and the more layers, the more work, and the more sanding, the more work, and the more macchia or or a uh, like precise sanding uh, is used, it takes more time because you because you have to use a higher grid and to, and to work much slower and and be much be much more precise. So I often found myself in the middle of the night with magnifying uh, visors uh, working with some red and sanding and scraping for hours it's it's meditative meditative yes very and and i i never i try not to measure the time i spend on a pen because it would influence how i perceive the value or the cost of this pen mm. i don't want it i just want to have fun I, I do not want to bring. I, I, I'm good in project management and time management and, and and this stuff because I worked for 20 years in 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 C-level management in in different companies and in my own company and I was a, I was a typical suit so so like general director manager marketing director so on so so I'm good at this but I want. do, do not want to make this a real business real project <laughs> management. Because the, then it would lead to the question a lot of people from my previous industry, so startup and venture capitalists industry, the most frequent questions I get, Michael, will you scale? <laughs> no, I will not scale. It's not built for scaling. It's possible to scale it somehow, but I do not want to. I do not want to scale. I want to be a craftsman, not a startup. Uh, startup <laughs> or something like that 
Which is why, so, like, you sell your pens exclusively, effectively on Instagram, and it's based on your yeah. creations, right? Yes, yes, and it's it's most of my pens sell directly from Instagram or from my website, but usually discovered through Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, so if someone someone wants to buy a pen which is already sold, I redirect them to my website, and there are some similar pens maybe maybe made before. Uh, you can easily find them and 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 buy. So, like making pen as of right now is uh, almost is your full time. Yes. Activity. Job. Yes, Doesn't even yes. sound like a job anymore. It's like a very yes, heavily investing it interest. It's a, it's a passion. It's a hobby. It's a job. It's yeah. it's a way of life. Yeah. Uh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. And it was it was a very very important step for me because uh, I was afraid, of course, because. Uh, uh, I was afraid of, of losing this part of, of having fun mm-hmm. if, if it became my source, more like yeah. main source of income. But it didn't happen. It's still uh, a lot of fun, and, and I still consider it my passion, and, and it, it's, it's still strong. Uh, I was afraid of the, from the uh, economical side. So, so will it be enough to, to, mm. to be an Urushi artist? It, yeah. I earn less than before, uh, so so my income is is, uh, is uh, I, I used to earn much more as a C level manager <laughs> in bank, for example, much more. Yeah, but it's not a problem because I have much more fun and uh, with I I have much less time and much more money I spent on buying some time or or equivalent <laughs> of time. So so now. Now it's much better, and I'm happier. And I, uh, yes, I consider consider myself much more happy because, for example, earning a lot of money and still having this urge to work with uh, with a with something manual, something something material, uh, made me uh, spending a lot of money on weekend carpentry courses, which makes no sense. Because uh, you can do carpentry uh, like every so, day if you yeah. want. <laughs> so you 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 are earning money to ability to spend more money in a sense. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, I'm I'm cool. I'm cool. It's it's. Uh, I'm fortunate to sell my pants pretty well. So yeah. they sell pretty well, and I have uh, clients who come back, and I have, I have collectors who buy fifth, tenth, twentieth from me so oh, so, wow. okay. so so it's it's really 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 nice and usually people who buy a pen from me are are uh, are coming back and i think seven, 50 to 70 percent of sales depending oh, on wow. the month or two returning customers that's so great. It's great from the from the marketing guy point of view <laughs> it's a very good metric it's a very good metric so so it's cool uh, it of course it fluctuates much more. There are months I sell five pens. There are months I sell twenty. So so mm-hmm. it, it fluctuates, and it depends on on so many things. I have no control over the, over that. So I stopped I stopped expecting anything from the sales. I decided okay, this as it is. I make pens. People buy them. I'm cool. So I'm I'm. W- the, I struggle sometimes, but I do not want to treat it as a proper business. Of course, I track some of the metrics because I wouldn't be myself. I need to know <laughs> stuff. 
but uh, I, I, I'd rather concentrate on how many countries my pens are already in, because it's okay. a fun metric, uh, than on what's an average sale on any given week of the year. So it's, it's all, all over 50 countries right now. That is amazing. <laughs> almost every continent, just Antarctica, is not covered. But I have a, I have a plan for this because there are some, some uh, scientific stations in Antarctica and I want to get my pen into one of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... Um... Actually, I was about to ask, ask one of the questions too, that regards to the Urushi, uh, interest in Urushi in the last couple of years. Have you noticed, uh, is it increasing or is it, because I know pen hobby overall, it seems it's been picking up and we have a lot more brands and uh, products yeah. that's being released every single week now. Uh, y yes and no. Uh, with with fountain pants, mm -hmm. It's growing, and even the professional metrics and professional uh, market research shows that it's growing. And uh, it, before the pandemics, it it grew anything from uh, around ten percent a year. The, the global market for 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 fountain pens. The the what is funny that the researchers did not uh, concentrate on they they concentrated on the uh, ex, uh, luxury fountain pens. So, hmm. so they measured. Ah, okay. Uh, metrics from Mont Blanc and 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 uh, and and, uh, and such like Monte Grappa and so on, but they uh, they noticed that it's not it's not just the only area and there are some uh, Taiwanese comp Taiwanese companies which are growing very strong and then developing the Lamis selling more pants and they are getting more and more competitors like Whisby. Uh, like look five years back the the discussions on the internet about first entry-level pen always gravitated around one of the Lamis or a uh, Parker uh, uh, IM or, yeah, uh, or, or, yeah. or some the pilot, something something around those three pens. And yeah. right now, the, the choice is much wider. The Twisby yeah. is there and, and some more. And, and, and it's, it's, it's changed a lot in the last five years. And it's, I think it's still growing. Pandemics was a booster. <laughs> uh, because people were so bored at home, they started writing uh, with hands. Because, like, well, they, they need to do something. I know people who learned callig calligraphy from scratch. Mm -hmm. For example, they, they haven't touched anything for handwriting for 20 years. They always only used computer. And, and uh, during pandemics, they learned pretty good, like, copper letter calligraphy. Uh, and, and and so it grew, and it. I don't know what happens now. It's probably still growing, but but the the, the it's not so fast. If Urushi is growing or not, I don't know. And I think it's impossible to measure because I, so I would I would have to have a very specific information from from uh, major Urushi makers, including uh, Chinese and Taiwanese. Not mm -hmm. only Japanese uh, companies, and there are more and more offers on the market. More people showing their products, but it's 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 uh, it's not important. 
from the market point of view that I'm making some pens and Tio makes some pens and Urushi Studio India makes some pens because we all together make less than one limited edition series from some from sale. <laughs> so so it doesn't matter. So yeah, we yeah we all to, we we all five together like those those people who make more than just for hobby and more more make more Urushi fountain pens than than once a month. Uh, we make less fountain pens monthly combined than one of the limited edition series. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's so it's not important. So you would have to ask those Japanese and Taiwanese, especially companies, because the Taiwanese companies uh, grow the fastest. And uh, the company I do not personally like, but they did a lot of good work for Urushi was Wancher. Uh, which mm. popularized Rushi very, very much. And uh, of course, Nakaya was the first uh, uh, front runner of, of Rushi market in, in, in Western right. countries, especially in US, because most people know Rushi from Nakaya, used to know Rushi from Nakaya. Even and yourself. Started, <laughs> uh, even myself, even yeah. myself. And it's, they, they started uh, their journey through Rushi world uh, from Nakaya. And the, it's it even it's 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 seen in nomenclature. People call some techniques the the Nakaya names of those techniques, not the, not the proper ones. <laughs> yeah, and people when they talk about like uh, Ishima technique, they 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 like the, their baseline and the benchmark is Nakaya Ishima, which is pretty unusual because there are a lot of different Ishima applications and and they are very different from what Nakaya does. And Nakaya mostly does Ishima, like a thick grain Ishimaji Tamenuri. Uh, so, uh, I but... think I think you actually answered some questions I had in the back of my mind when I was researching Sangurushi stuff when I was yeah. comparing yeah. the Nakaya terms versus what I find on like some of the Taiwanese websites, because things just wasn't matching up. And I was wondering what's going on with the. It's the same technique as it was calling in the Nakaya turns and what is in the Taiwanese company, but they are two completely different looks. It's like, huh. And it happens with everything in Urushi because you have, you can have the same same technique, which is called the same by two different artists or craftsmen, but they will look completely different. And the other way around, you will have two techniques which will look absolutely the same, one from China, one from Japan, and one is called Rhino Skin, the other is called uh, Tsugaru Nuri. And <laughs> if you compare them side, side by side, you will notice that they are made the same way, same ingredients are used, the, the sequence of, of, of uh, layers is the same, and they are look strikingly similar, but they are called differently, they were developed independently, then they have different history, and both artists will like swear that it's original <laughs> and, and so on. So it's, it's, and it's even worse with tools and Urushi, like lacquer itself. Like I wrote an article about naming of Urushi lacquers and type of Urushi lacquers, and, and then, I, then the article about the prefectures and areas of Japan on uh, like Urushi prefectures and Urushi areas in Japan. And it's even if you start to scratch the surface, it's it's absolutely chaotic. The same Urushi can be called Kijiro, Aka, Tamenuri, Aka, Aka, 
whatever. There are different names for same urushi and same name for different types of urushi <laughs> and urushi harvested <laughs> in different types of types of year is different and it's absolutely crazy. So if I buy urushi and it comes to my, my studio, first thing I do, I test it. I, I never, ever believe anymore in whatever it's written on the website or on the, or the, the vendor says. I test it. I put it in three different thickness of layers with three different tools on plate. Uh, I, and I cure it in two or three different humidities and I check how it behaves. Is it really so transparent? Does it really not wrinkle even if the, the, the layer is, is thick? How it behaves in, 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 different, uh, in different humidities? And, and I advise it to every Urushi amateur or master or professional or wannabe professional, whatever. Test it. And there is no better way to learn Urushi. People expect me, for example, people ask me questions and expect me to give them recipe for something. Like how you make this and this and this. Uh, like to this and like I, I give general information on how to achieve this, but you have to work out the ratios itself. But no, no, no. Give me the precise ratio between the Urushi and a uh, turpentine. How much turpentine should I add? I, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. You have to try. You have to find the proper viscosity. And you have to feel that this is the right viscosity. And to feel that this viscosity is right, you have to do this technique five or more times to know how this viscosity will behave later. (laughs) So it's impossible to give you the exact ratio how to do... For example, there is a technique, Seirei Nuri, those those, uh, dragonfly... Uh, mm. dragonfly uh, pattern which is made by by dipping the pen or any other object in urushi floating on the surface of water yeah and you have to add turpentine alcohol and some other stuff to urushi and to to, to spread it on the on the water and and dip the pen and uh, fine-tuning the mixture is is happening every time i do this technique it, there is no exact recipe so every time i do this I make the basic mixture and they add a little more turpentine, add a little more alcohol, test it, wait, test it again, change the ratio, <laughs> test it again. It, took, it takes me one hour to find the proper ratio every time I do this technique before I make anything. And it still can be ruined. So it's, it's, you have to be patient and you have to embrace failure. The most important thing with Urushi, embrace failure. So every failure... Every wrinkled layer, every uh, hazy, uh, not transparent urushi, every brown, which was supposed to be blue, is a step (laughs) to learn something. And if you do not embrace it as the learning and as as a progress, you will never, never learn. Right, because in some sense, all the Urushi paints are like the first Urushi paints, they're all some like a small batch harvested. So there's yeah. definitely variations in uh, source materials. Yes, they are processed. So they are harvested sometimes for many, from many different sources and mixed and processed uh, in, in, in processing uh, workshops. And some, do, some of those workshops use more traditional uh, techniques for processing and some of them use the more uh, industrial techniques for processing and 
what I found that those using industrial uh, techniques of processing are not worse, but they are more prone to add something which is not expected by traditional mm. Urufi artists. Huh. I, Interesting. I stick to I stick to the traditional Urushi, not traditional tools. Okay. I can use 3D printed tools for Urushi because <laughs> the tools developed and changed for, for like last many thousand years with Urushi, they changed a lot. But mm -hmm. Urushi stayed the same. So I, I try to stick to pure Urushi, but I fiddle with tools and additives and, and metals and, and pigments and so on. It's, and it's cool. But I do not like adding urethane lacquer to Urushi and, 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 and some stabilizers and UV filters. It's possible, but it changes how Urushi behaves and it changes how it, um, it cures and it changes how it uh, ages. I don't want that. I want uh, the, the traditional Urushi. So I, so I try to find people with traditional approach. So Watanabe or, or, or Tsutsumi-san with Korin Urushi. It's cool. Okay. Actually, it. talk about traditional Urushi. Um, I'm just curious. How do you have any issues with allergies? to the no. Urushi rates or no you don't no. have any reaction no i don't have it i'm i'm uh the the um, 95 percent of people have some reaction to Urushi on. and uh if you think about for example poison ivy poison ivy it, there is the same ingredient which is right. this allergenic uh like uh harmful ingredient in poison ivy and in poison ivy there is like three percent of urushiol in Urushi, I use is eighty percent of Urushi, so so even the tiny drop can <laughs> can can make you eat. But uh, I'm 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 immune completely, and I, I and now I know wow. for sure because initially uh, I was working with gloves and all the precautions, and I touched my nose with the brush accidentally, and I didn't notice that. Oh wow! And I I haven't developed any rash, so I applied Urushi on my forearms, and I tested it many times. So. I assume, assume that that uh, I'm immune, and I was wrong to assume that. I, I wasn't wrong that I'm, I was immune, but I was, I was wrong to assume that, because you can develop the reaction to Urushi over several weeks. Oh, so wow, if you okay. expose God. yourself yeah. to Urushi for the first time, no reaction. Second time, no reaction. Third, fourth, fifth, and tenth time, you can develop the reaction, the, the, the allergy to Urushi. So I was I was right that I'm immune, but I was wrong to assume this from the start. Uh, but uh, but I'm immune. I'm 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 in happy five maybe ten percent not reacting to Urushi. I can mix Urushi with turpentine with my finger, and I actually do it with uh, Fuki Urushi when I need some very loose viscosity raw Urushi with mixed with turpentine. I I, I do it by hand, and I'm I'm cool. Wow, okay. that's okay, wow. so you're, you're really lucky. lucky. Yes, ones. but what the, the problem is, and I, I, I discovered it, and John was uh, nice not to talk about me, but he received a pen from me, uh, Ishima Japan, which developed an allergic reaction, a reaction with him. And oh, it was wow. a very long time ago. It was one of my first Ishimeji uh, 
Pokashi, so the gradient pen. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was the first pen he bought from me, and he developed uh, the the reaction. And, and, and he was talking about this full smell and so on. Yeah, it happens almost to every maker. It happens to sailor. It happens to me. It, it happens to any other. But w- he came back to me with this information, and I advised him what to do. Put it. He uh, he has the humidor for cigars, so I advised <laughs> him to put yeah. it in the humidor. It's the best way to to, to cure Rushi. But he made me, it was the on, one of two situations when someone from my clients developed a, a reaction to the pen I considered ready to sell. So from mm. that moment, I, I, I added several steps to my process. So, so, okay. uh, so it, it takes me much longer between finishing actually the pen and taking photos and selling it than before. And you wouldn't have any... several different steps. Yeah, you wouldn't have no because you're you're, you're too used to the smell in some sense. Mm-hmm. You work with it. Sorry, day. sorry, I didn't, I, I didn't get you. Like for if it's not purely completely cure, it's really yes. difficult for you to tell because yes. you're used to the smell uh, and you don't have any yeah. reaction to it. I, now I'm now <laughs> I'm really able to to talk. Okay. It's, it's the smell is one thing, uh, but there are some other ways to test it and, okay. and to okay. know. But to be to be frank, to be precise, Urushi cures on 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 a pen, for example, or any other object. Actually, Urushi cures, so it polymerizes for mm-hmm. two years, sometimes three, depending on the conditions. Mm. So, what we sell and what most of Urushi artist cell is something which is 99% cured. Okay. And this 1% is the polymerization which takes uh, which, which takes more two years more. But the key is not to have any uncured Urushi on the surface. And the more complex technique, the more for example, it's very easy to make sure that uh, uh, Roiro Urushi, so polished and, and shiny Urushi is cured and it's safe, it's easy. It's super easy to, to make sure that Tamenuri is fully cured. But it's much more difficult to make sure that Makie or Shimeji or any other structured or, or porous technique is fully cured. Because there is much more surface and surface much more... layers uh, that is exposed yes, and yes, stuff. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But generally, because of your experience with John, like anyone that's yeah. going to be buying a new pen from you, generally speaking, should be okay. Yes, yes. And anyone buying Rushi pen should be okay. Even even if you happen to have the reaction, it will be very weak reaction because it's mm-hmm. it's it's uh, there are so traces of Rushi. So it will, mm-hmm. it will be local. It will it probably won't be any general reaction. Even if you. If you happen to buy a pen from a batch sailor or whoever decided to pack too fast in those foil plastic boxes, uh, foil like tubes, and you can develop the reaction, but it's it's not a problem. Just put it back in the box in somewhere which is <laughs> like dark and humid, and it you will be okay in five weeks. Another way is to to wash it and 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 dry it and put it back in the humid area for some time. So just it's you, you cannot wash out the, the, this loose urushi, <laughs> but you can speed up the process because you wash out other stuff from mm. the pen, which lets the urushi which is in on on the surface to cure faster. Uh, so okay. yeah, so it's not it's not a problem. 
but still it should not happen and now i make sure it will never ever ever <laughs> ever happen again so okay but uh, john is john is super nice because mm. he's he's a collector with access and 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 means to buy some high-end pants but yeah. he buys some really like experimental pen from me and, and <laughs> he bought first pen from me in in my very early beginning and he i'm almost sure he 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 he, he didn't buy it because he uh, liked my work and, and 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 considered myself an artist he wants to have a pen from but i'm almost 100 percent sure he wanted to support me as a growing urushi craftsman <laughs> in what i do yeah uh, i think i, I I'm, I'm right in on this one <laughs> maybe now he might be some in some way tempted by my pants but then it was like a spreading the goodwill and spreading the urushi supporting the urushi aficionado i think i suppose okay in Thank you so much, John, for recommending Michael to come <laughs> on to the podcast. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're kind of winding down on time. Um, Michael, is there anything last that you want to say to our listeners? Uh, yeah, if you if you think that Urushi, if you want to try Urushi and you want to try, I uh, you think that it's difficult, that it's, it's very difficult to buy tools and stuff. Uh, it's it's not so difficult. Just just decide to make this step, and any of us uh, people who who do it for longer than you mm -hmm. will help you for sure. Because I, I I know other people who started doing it, and they they also show their work on Instagram, and and they are all also very helpful to even if they do it for one year, and uh, uh, they still help others. So so yeah do it <laughs> don't be <laughs> okay. afraid don't be afraid but but do take uh, care about uh, this uh, dermatitis like the reaction of the skin to <laughs> the for some people it can be really really bad and if you are if your reaction for for poison ivy is, is strong don't even try rush <laughs> <laughs> unless it has material Okay, so um, I guess my last question for John is uh, for I love most of your for pants. Or, I'm sorry, <laughs> Michael. Oh my god, I'm so no sorry. problem, no problem. John was a great guest. Actually, I I, I had a lot of uh, fun listening to the to the podcast with with yours with John. So it was it was cool. So I don't blame you. <laughs> he yeah. was a great guest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um for i love all your pens um if if someone to look at your catalog which one would you more or less recommend that will represents of like your styles or your specific work that you have done that you're, you're more happy to share it. i think i answered it any of my crazy togidashi kawari nuri techniques including the variations on nanakonuri and okay. I make from time to time, I make like a crazy variation on Nanakanuri. So those little circles made on the okay. on the surface of the pen and I add 
a lot of other techniques. So I add like gradients or or parts of of, of uh, togidashi kawari, other kawari nuri techniques to nanako nuri. And if someone wants something which I consider uh, my technique, it's 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 one of one of those pants. It's one of those. Okay. Yeah, okay. but it, they are not the most challenging because I I, I remember hmm. that you before we, we started uh, live that you asked about the ch most challenging pants. It's not the mm -hmm. most challenging. The most challenging pen for me is the next one always. <laughs> Right, I was improving. I was always, trying always things. because with us it's like I'm never one hundred percent happy. So if I if I'm making another Tamenuri pen or another Byakudan or Bokashi or Ishimeji or whatever, so the next one is the most challenging because I want to improve over the previous one. And uh, the law of diminishing returns is ruthless. So uh, this 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 improvements, those improvements are more and more difficult, and you have to work. And yeah, the, the next one is the most challenging. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Uh, well, thank you for coming on and talk to us today. Thank you. And thank you for having me. Do you want to share your uh, social media page and everything else? Uh, I think. I'd Pretty pretty easy to find. Just look for search for Tamenuri Studio on any platform, so Instagram or just Tamenuri.com and search for Tamenuri Studio. Even even if written with mistakes, you will find me. Okay, <laughs> sounds great. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for thank coming. Thank you so on. much. Cool. And good night on your side. Yes. Good yeah. night. <laughs> good, good morning night. to you. <laughs> thank you. Bye bye. <laughs>